Good star. So uh, we are going to go to Mike. He is going to join us on Skype Audio here in just a few moments. Get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com, JiggyJaguar.us for the app. That is where you need to be. Skip Skype. I like that. The Skipscape. We'll see if Mike connects with us. Hello? And there's Mike. Hey, how are you, my friend? It's James Lowe with iHeartRadio. How are you today? Hey, James. How's it going? I'm, uh, I'm well. And now, Thanks uh, for having me on. Now, give us a little bit on your background, my friend. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I have been writing since I was about six years old, um, professionally since I was about 19, started selling, you know, short stories to various magazines and e-zines and anthologies and stuff, then uh, tried to write a uh, book a year uh, throughout my 20s, then finally sold my first novel uh, around 27, and I've just been, you know, trying to pound them out uh, ever since and promote, and in between, I write screenplays as a native of Los Angeles. I guess that's, you know, it's kind of in my blood from the get-go, even though I, did, I kind of started late on that front. But um, I, uh, a lot of my writing sensibilities have been sort of formed by, you know, everything as diverse as, like, Twilight Zone and Stephen King and, you know, Herman Hess and James Joyce. So, like, I kind of, I hop all over the spectrum. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Boulder to Boulder on TuneIn, iTunes, and Renia Loyalty. Mike Robinson with us today. He's the author of nine books, eight novels, and one collection of short stories, all touching on the realms of the psychological, the metaphysical, the strange. He's a native of Los Angeles. He's also a screenwriter and producer and editor of the magazine Literary Landscapes for the Greater Los Angeles Writer Society, or GLAS. He's a fe- he also has a feature film he wrote will debut later this year. Uh, Dream Short is what we're talking about today. Now, tell us a little bit more about Dream Shores. So Dream Shores uh, began its life as a singular paragraph, or I should say just maybe a couple passages. Um, I had this weird image in my head a few years ago of uh, what a stop-motion animated creature, you know, that hearkening back to the old Ray Harryhausen in 1950s and 60s movies where they would, uh, they, have, would, they would have, you know, foam and rubber and steel creatures like 18 inches high that they would move one frame at a time. And this was all before computer-generated effects, of course. Um, what that would look like translated to, like, you know, life-size, like 30 feet high. And, you know, they already, their movements are kind of creepy and surreal. And uh, so it kind of, I do just kind of unraveled from there. And it became this, uh, not only an homage to those movies, those 50s and 60s kind of stop-motion B-movies, like um, Jason and the Argonauts and those Sinbad flicks and stuff like that, but uh, it became kind of a meta-monster story. And so it kind of treats the... I, I guess the through-line is sort of the... or the thematic through-line is, you know, our, our fascination with the unknown and with, with monsterdom in, in all its various uh, respects. Because it takes place on this kind of, and you're not quite sure if it's real or not, at least until the end, but it takes place on this island that's sort of divided into different cinematic universes where different monsters and different creatures roam. 
and they kind of overlapped, and hence the name Dream Shores. And the the woman who stranded on this island is finds herself kind of oddly connected with the with this greater spirit that presides over the island. And uh, you begin to unravel the, the mystery more and more as to why she's there and how this island functions, and you know why these creatures are suddenly have suddenly become real, quote unquote. And so it's a it's a weird blend of of monsterdom and metaphysics, <laughs> I would say. Fantastic, fantastic. We've got uh, Mike Robinson with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Can you can you talk more about some of your other books besides Dream Shores? Um, so I've got a what I call a nonlinear trilogy. It's uh, called the Enigma of Twilight Falls trilogy, and it's a dark contemporary fantasy trilogy that uh, each the installment of of each installment is effectively a standalone piece. It's its own self-enclosed story, but it's also set against the backdrop of a much larger story that connects all three books. And so you can read them in any order and, uh, you know, piece together, uh, however you will, a, uh, you know, the, the mystery of, of this, of Twilight Falls, which is this, uh, Northern California town that, you know, settled in the Redwoods. And, uh, there's something strange about it. And people who go there have, you know, touches with the other side and, and, and bursts of creativity and all these other weird things that, that happen to them. And so there's that. There's also uh, The Prince of Earth, which is a dark psychological um, kind of horror uh, story. Uh, that's a novel. And uh, that is that kind of delves into the, I guess, the inner world of its, the, the, the tumultuous inner world of its protagonist. I like to really, I guess, examine the, the inner universe of a, of, a, of a character and how that almost dwarfs the outer world. So it's like there's more un- strange unknowns within than without. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of a, a running theme, I would say, throughout a lot of my work. But um, a lot of it is very um, kind of Harlan Ellison-y and, and Neil Gaiman-y and Twilight Zone-y. Um, and uh, my first one that I sold, the first novel, uh, uh, Skunk Geek Semester, is a uh, kind of an X-Files meets On the Road. It's about a professor who has a closet interest in Bigfoot and then takes a sabbatical, and he and three students travel around the country to areas of strange repute and um, weirdness ensues, although not the typical kind of running from the monster weirdness. It's more of a uh, kind of a spiritual journey. We've got Mike Robinson with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. So take us through the writing process for Dream Shores. Um, so it's, as I said earlier, it, it started out as uh, just a few pa- passages. And then, um, as kind of per usual, the, the character began uh, to just sort of almost intravenously drip into my <laughs> into my imagination. You know, she start off as just a name on a page and then um, as I wrote she snowballed into uh, someone you know much livelier more three dimensional and uh, so then I had the, the other protagonist who I thought I could bring in who's kind of an homage to Ray Harryhausen himself he's kind of the you know godfather of uh, stop motion animation or one of the two I should say and 
over the course of, I don't know, about a year, I wrote it in 2013. And it, uh, it actually, it, it didn't give me much trouble like some of the other books I've written where it's taken years of fits and starts and revisions. And this one came out um, fairly seamlessly, although I had <clears throat> trouble toward the end. But, you know, that's, I think that was just writer's doubt. And, uh, but it was actually the book that, that, uh, got me an agent. And because I did things backwards, I got a publisher before I got an agent, strangely enough. And then, uh, it came out in 2016. And, uh, so it's, uh, it was, it was fun to write. And the, the kind of the quote unquote research process was almost built in because I, you know, I'd always loved those, those monster flicks. And so it was kind of a, it was a nice, I guess, literary celebration of those things, <laughs> of uh, things I used to watch, movies I used to watch in my childhood, and you know, movies I still enjoy watching. So it was fun. We've got a great guest with us today, the uh, fantastic, fantastic uh, Mike Robinson with us today here in our broadcast. Now, what makes people fascinated by monsters or otherworldly creatures? My take is that they, there's, I think there's a, uh, instinct in everyone or an intuition that the world just sort of pulses with so much more than we can see. Um, the world has within it so much strangeness and so much that, that is unknown and we just, it's palpable and we can, we can sort of feel the, the otherness even though we can't always, you know, physically touch it or or sense it and so i think you know the, that's one of the reasons why i love fantasy and horror and and you know to a certain degree science fiction is because it, it's not afraid to kind of confront those those unknowns and give those unknowns a face and and a personification uh, in the form of say a monster or an entity or or, or an idea or a concept or what have you so um i uh I think, yeah, just that human thirst for exploration has us, you know, going to the ends of the earth and eventually to the, you know, maybe the ends of space, <laughs> who knows, other planets. And so I think we always kind of, that's another thing that Dream Shores kind of touches on, like we always want to kind of find that mysterious island or that, um, find the find the monster or find the thing that's waiting on the other side. Uh, so I think uh, it's sort of a multifaceted analogy um, that is at the heart of so much fantasy and, and monster fiction and cinema. Fantastic. We've got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, before we let you go, how do we find you online and social media and all that, my friend? So um, I am on Facebook, Mike Robinson, author. I also, my website is www.mike-robinsonauthor.com. Robinson author being all one word. 